0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> and I was
2: like, I'm a star. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to That's a Gay Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It is me, Eric Williams, and this week we've got Richard Perez on the show, a comedian who I saw in a show in LA, fell in love, and the rest is story. If you follow the, (laughs) the Gay Ass Podcast Instagram, I posted one of Richard's videos where it's him just getting absolutely railed. So I had to do a little inside the actor's studio moment and ask about the backstory, you know, dramaturgically speaking. Um, I want to let you know that if you are coming to the, the live show in LA, uh, on April 27th, I just wrote quite possibly the dumbest opening number where I'm going to be belting my gay ass tits off. So <laughs> I'm very excited for that. Um, the tickets are flying, which I'm very, very grateful for. So get yours now. The link is in the description or in the bio. And, um, i just feel like okay enough about me i I do all the talking all the time what is going on with you talk to me seriously i then leave like a 30 second pause (laughs) um wait let's try an actual conversation where you respond to me like i'm like literally you respond out loud and then see if we'll see if our timing works out okay um here we go okay 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 enough about me um how's your day going like what are you up to right now yeah Mm-hmm. No, I actually we just started watching that show on Netflix. um Ali Wong. yeah, it's like meat or beef or something, yeah, yeah, yeah did you see it yet? Yeah, good, good, okay, good. <laughs> yeah and the next time we'll smoke a ton of weed um that was our interaction part the interactive part of the podcast this is immersive theater we're gonna get into the episode with richard perez if you do not follow him the link is in the description and if you don't follow me i'm at eric wills and thanks for being here on this gay-ass gorgeous fucking day Perez is on that chaos podcast. Thank you for coming on, <laughs> Queen. How are you doing? Oh my God! Hello.
2: I am doing well. I'm a little frazzled. I'm like emotionally. Sweating. Where
1: are you coming from?
2: I po- I like popped by my job. Um, I work at a coffee shop slash bar. Oh. And I was picking up my cash tips.
1: Uh, we do that like weekly. Do you um tell on if this is not on the record, but it is? <laughs> do you tell the government about your cash tips?
2: We don't have to talk
1: about that. And why would we? Because when I used to give cash <laughs> tips, I would also not answer that same question. Um, <laughs> so I want to get straight into a very burning question I have for you. Is that you? Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I want to tell you that I saw you perform at the Elysian in LA a few months back, and I just instantly fell in love and i'm so happy you are on this podcast we are better for it however uh, the internet is <laughs> better you. also because of your social needs and you posted a journal entry from the year of our lord 2009 and in that journal entry you said i'm planning <laughs> on seeing a therapist but most likely won't get to it <laughs> now tell us this is now tw- uh i almost did the math so wrong this is now 14 years later right yeah 14 years later did you see the therapist?
2: Whoa! Okay, <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> you didn't think this it was thinks, like You didn't think this was gonna be. a things
2: like this that that I'm like, oh yeah, you do post personal things. I like forget. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I, I did choose to share that. Uh, you I, did like, have totally the free
1: for- will to press submit on.
2: Yeah, like caption, <laughs> <just, like, laughs> everything and, and, I, and
1: everything, whoop,
2: publish. Um, I uh I have good. I, and in the end I did.
1: And that's the happy ending I was hoping for. That's the best kind of happy ending is someone who goes to I've therapy. Seen, I've seen a few. Do you have a favorite? I do. I the my
2: favorite therapist um was this guy that I was seeing in 2021, like the end of 2020 into the beginning of 2022. Was he gay? no an ally he was straight he was straight and he or as far as i know he has a wife and kids i don't know but like we don't know what he does on his own time (laughs) yeah we don't know if they're like oh i don't know but like (laughs) he's also sober oh well that explains why he's so nice yeah like he so i feel like he just like really really like I'm going three years without
1: drinking. I just saw that Mazel Tov, first of all. Yeah, thank you. So, yes. I feel like you were able to identify with your therapist on the sobriety journey of it all.
2: Yeah, and, like, he's been sober for, like, 20 years. Wow. So, he's, like, I felt like that whole year of just getting back into life again, like, you know, post getting, you know, vaccinated, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. generally speaking, mm-hmm. and things opening up. I, you know, you're just, like, getting back into life again. And for me, it's, like, on top of it, I'm, like, applying a new way of being. A hundred like, percent. Like, you know, so he was amazing. He was, like, instrumental in, like, giving me some perspective and tips and, like, I don't know, he he just, he was, tr- he was my favorite therapist. He was amazing. I love that you
1: say that for many reasons. One is, if there's anybody listening right now that has any time been on the fence about therapy, I think how you just described it is the perfect marketing pitch which is just like it helps connect you with someone who gets you and then gives you the tools to just like approach life in the better way better version of your life way if that makes sense like yeah yeah my therapist right now is so good at that and i could not be more obsessed with her but i love that you had a straight guy therapist because straight men to me were the biggest offenders of making my life hell growing up and then it's like a full circle that then he can Did he ever... Did gay things ever come up that you felt were uncomfy for him?
2: Not... I didn't sense that he was uncomfortable, but, like, I... I, for sure, like, some things would come up, or, like, dating, or, like, my my insecurities with, like, you know, feeling... Like, bottom line beliefs, like, I'm unlovable, I'm undeserving, and, you know, those those major things, and, like, I I feel like I would more talk about it from, like, that point. Like, I'm like... I don't know. I make everything about that, (laughs) like, right off the bat, I think. You have to. You gotta lead with your traumas. I'm like... uh, I think I'm anxious about this because I'm insecure about this thing about me. (laughs) Or, like, or this, like, thought I have about myself or, like, whatever. But, like, yeah, no, he was, like, chill. Is there a reason why you're still not seeing him? Well, he ended up getting hired at a different practice that doesn't accept my Fuck, fuck. If that ain't the thing... I know. And so he was just like, I was, oh my, I like was weeping. Of course. And I thanked him. I like gave him a, a tearful thank you. And I was like, you really have changed my life. And I'm, oh my I'm God. so grateful, like, for everything we've, uh, we've done together, you know, in these sessions. Truly, truly has, um, given me, like, a, a new way to, like, live again. And so he, he was just like, you know, I want, I don't want you to feel like, you know you can see another therapist again like you can see someone else like next month next week or whatever Mm -hmm. like you can go back to this network and you'll be okay but also don't feel like if you don't see a therapist right away that like you know you're like not gonna be okay like you have developed you've grown so much over the time that i've known you and like you you i can tell this is the type of thing that you like
1: doing too like you love therapy (laughs) I'm like, fucked in the ass. head that way too. God, I do love therapy. did Was his name Brian? No. Okay, I'm just <laughs> checking because I had what? I had a straight male therapist named Brian who sounded like the voice that you just gave him, and I was like, that sounds <sighs> like Brian. That sounds like Brian. That's so. Brian. <laughs> oh my god, that's so Brian. <laughs> that's so Brian. <laughs> well, there's not. I feel like there's not a ton of like straight male therapists that are so like. So, I mean, actually, I take I that back because and you know what. This guy had a nice voice See? too. Oh. Was he? Was His he handsome? Was so he was,
2: and he was cute. Yeah, he, I mean, and, and he was like very like he was just like a nerdy dad kind of vibe. Fuck yeah, which is like so maybe low key. I was like, <laughs> I want to get better. <laughs> <I fucking laughs> love like maybe there is a little bit like in a for I don't know like not Freudian but. Maybe like there's like this way Fucking like, this, your like, therapist subconscious. Yeah. yeah, like or I want like an approval or I don't know. Of
1: course, and but- uh, by the way, by the by, I had my straight male therapist for a, a period of time that wasn't years, years because I also had an insurance that where I moved across the country and couldn't uh be seen by him anymore. But did I at one point think about what I would do to him physically? Sure. Which brings, which begs the question, if you were mm-hmm. put in a room where the rules of society and life did not apply, but you were only given the chance to do one thing to him physically, would it be kiss, kiss, <laughs> suck, suck, get rail rail, fook, fook?
2: <gasps> this, this particular therapist, uh-huh. I hope he never listens to this. I really, really hope he never finds this. I think what I would have done with him—never no rules. <laughs> I think kiss, kiss, cuddle, cuddle. Oh, that's yeah. see, that's the maybe best it answer. would lead to like more. Like no, I only said stuff. one. I only said one. No stick. Maybe we fool around. <laughs> we can only do one thing.
1: I love that you're like. I hope he never listens to this, and then you give me give me a ten minute monologue about and then yeah, um, and I'm like
2: we start. And then he kisses my collarbone and it drives me crazy, and then. Around my fingers through his hair, and then his hands are on my waist, and he whispers in my ear, pulling around the sheets, and he whispers, he tells me I'm going to be okay, and
1: his fingers—they <laughs> fingers.
2: <laughs> pull on my belt I, strap. There's like a
1: shot of my hand, like pulling onto the sheets, <laughs> grabbing. I'm, like, oh. I'm grabbing the sheets. I'm like, oh. and he whispers, but he's behind you now at this point. He whispers in your ear from behind. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm so, what does he say i'm so fucking proud of you yeah i start crying a little and he's like is that because of what i said or because it doesn't feel good
2: and you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh,
1: i'm glad we did that i'm really glad we did just did that right there
2: i hope he never hears that. he won't um, i mean and he- i was just kidding i was just kidding by the way so in case Anyone cares, including him. You know what? Maybe gonna... we should just cut we should just cut all of this and just start now.
1: <laughs> Richard Perez, Imagine. welcome to the podcast. <laughs> where are you coming from? Um, the gym. The gym. You change change changed all of your answers. The gym. Um actually, <laughs> yeah, I was just working at my startup. <laughs> I'm like, wait, but you <laughs> Um God, we need to do a gaslight podcast where <laughs> We have to start over every five minutes to ask the same questions with different answers and keep changing them. Yeah. What's the title of that <laughs> podcast? It's called "That's a Gaslighters Podcast." That's a
2: gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gas litty titty.
1: And it's sponsored yeah, by. I, just, I just, cause I'm immediately I'm picturing like merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's merch and it's a lot of flames. Lighters, there's yeah, lighters, lighters, big. yeah, and they... stickers, um. The show I saw you in was not this one, but I'm dying to see your show, I Have to Do This, your solo show. Someone sent you a photo on Grindr from the audience of your show. Mm -hmm. How did that make you feel? And how do you feel about Grindr on a metaphysical level?
2: Well, the person who sent me that is, like, a friend of mine. Oh, slay. But, but, like, he like he's someone who, and maybe he will listen to this, I don't know. But, like, he he's, like, a regular, like, at my job. Uh, and, like, we've become, like, friends. Oh, my God, I love that. He came to the show and um, <laughs> and he took a picture. And then I was on Grinder and he, like, lives, like, you know, like, two blocks away from my job. <laughs> so he, like, saw that I was online and just, like, sent it
0: god i love that so much and then
2: that made me laugh and i was like you know what i'm gonna post this so that it seems like someone totally
1: like random and honey it seems like yeah it was very deceitful so i'm really sorry don't i'm I'm actually that's one of the type of deceit deceits that i receives with happiness because it was a it was (laughs) a smart deception that was smart deception
2: thank you i want to make it seem like grinder is active for me (laughs) that's kind of what i'm trying to put out there energetically
1: um to the public well if you're willing to kind of shed layers of vulnerability would you say that your grinder is in fact active
2: and not really i mean a little sometimes it can be a little bit
1: but i think i
2: also have my walls up too so like i even if like i am talking with someone and like all the everything's aligning and we're like okay we could meet up we could hook up like i'm still like of course nervous and like or or like running through like i don't know my insecurities are flaring up or something and i'm like (sighs) actually i can't do it and like or something i like chicken out a little bit or they do and then i'm like i knew it this always happens i think that's and par for the course that's par for the course
1: and it was like par- what would you yeah. say percentage wise out of the times that you have a conversation where it's like yeah we could totally we could totally do this like it's like seemingly about to be an irl thing percentage how many times do you actually spend you time in them physic with them physically or yeah bone <laughs> do i book with oh them? yeah <laughs> book. <No>. sorry yeah <laughs> or how many times do you do you book do you book
2: the gig? I think I book about um like ten percent of conversations.
1: I actually think that's really good. Okay, maybe seven percent Then your confidence on like, goes down. Yeah, the more you compliment it, like- wait ten percent? That's really good. Okay, um Actually no, more like four. Wait, even four is great too. Okay then um Um <laughs> no i say, yeah one in a million not that meant truly
2: like in the past year i just started getting back on the app yeah, yeah. and like into it and i wasn't hooking up or dating or anything like that for for a few years and just like kind of figuring my shit out especially like not drinking anymore and like stuff like that and the pandemic but last literally exactly a year ago i like re-downloaded the apps wow. and i've gone on dates like there's some people i've like just had like one-offs like you know just gone on one date and that's it
1: well i'm gonna say something that i haven't really said on this podcast for probably like vulnerability reasons but my husband and i have gotten to the place where if we were to have access to those apps it's within the bounds of our relationship and mm-hmm. so i have these apps on my phone and um i'm <laughs> making it sound so cryptic but i was preparing for the podcast a live show we did in january and it was really taking up just a lot of time emotionally and actually just preparing for it and so i ended up anytime i wanted to distract myself from like the difficult work or whatever i would immediately put pull an app open just like look around and i started doing it so much that i actually had to delete them from my phone because it was like taking away from my life and i feel like at its core, it's supposed to just be like a dopamine thing, a good thing to like chat. And then if you meet up with someone great, but like when it becomes a negative distraction that like, like there's yeah. more bad than good Then that is when, and, and I, now I really barely spend any time on it right now, but like I go through, I go through waves for sure. So I could not, the, the booking question was, I want to tell you, it was a tough question. I want to tell you, you did really good back there. <laughs> You did really great with that one.
2: Thank you so much. And <laughs> no, it's I mean, yeah, I um but but I'm trying to like have my
1: boundaries with it or something, or like yeah. take it with a grain of salt or something. And that's like all that. you can do. That's all we can yeah. do. Yeah. And I do I do wanna speaking of gorgeous answers, I need to ask you the podcast mm-hmm. question, which is Richard Perez. <laughs> Whose fault oh. is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, babe? <laughs> okay. I've been
2: thinking about this question and I still am trying to find the answer. Let's do it together. So I am picture this. I'm like in New Jersey. That's where I grew up in New Jersey. I'm there. I am a middle child. Mm. One of three,
1: uh, first generation. Um, sorry. Do you have, um, brothers or sisters? All boys. Oh my God. Okay. I'm there. And my mom.
2: All boys and my mom. Maybe my mom made me gay. <laughs> that is confirmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think my mom made me gay. Um, lover of music, um, very passionate music. I've talked about this a little on podcasts, but like, I don't think like so into. I don't think like that much into detail, but I did play trumpet growing up. Wow. Um, it started in fifth grade, and probably that was like my first like creative like outlet mm-hmm. I can remember. Or at least that I did, like, so I took serious. I mean, I loved playing with toys. I was, like, thinking about it. I was, like, was it trumpet or was it playing with toys? Mm. Like, because I feel like playing with toys, me and my brothers, like, we were so creative. And, like, we love to, like create little scenarios with each other in like the backyard or when we're at a park and we're like i was always cast as like the villain i'm like the (laughs) bad guy that loses but then i'm like that's referencing like the classic like gay villain i was gonna say villains are gay villain villainry is gay yeah is gay so like i felt like i kind of i just did that part well for them
1: which i think is so so iconic to be the gay brother that's just like i will be the (laughs) evil witch yeah and i'm like <laughs> Slow you clapping. thought you could
2: get away with it didn't you like i would just like do stuff like that and they like got such a kick out of it and they're like now we're gonna like beat your ass and that so, it's like we would like pretend that or, like
1: oh you would pretend that okay my, yeah. no
2: they wouldn't actually beat me yeah, yeah no we would
1: <laughs> i thought you were that may be gay <laughs> and then they would beat my ass i start crying <laughs> hey and this is a comedy show um no the amount of times i brought up drama from my youth if i had a goddamn nickel so i do want to ask about the trumpet though do you think the what's the gayery of the trumpet tree is it the okay, um so i think like
2: toys was phase one okay trumpet was phase two yeah because i got into performing that way a little bit you know you're getting on stage yeah. you're like And I was like, I'm a star. And then. (laughs) Were (laughs) you giving vibrato? Eventually, when I was in. Yeah, when I got to middle school, I learned vibrato. Come on, bitch. And my music teacher was like, holy shit. The nail meme? Yeah, literally. My music teacher was like, period. And so he told me, like, from there, he was like, you should listen to vocalists to think that way oh. when you're, when you're playing trumpet. Cause you know, not to brag, but like I had all the solos Duh. and and band and jazz band, symphonic band, all that stuff. So like, he's like, you know, think like them when you're like playing and he would give me recommendations. He's like, you should listen to Karen Carpenter. Um, listen to like Ella Fitzgerald, like Aretha Franklin. and I, And I did. And I love, those artists. Oh, yeah. Trumpet made you gay. But then I, f- from there, like I was at a Borders or I don't know what. And I saw Mariah Carey, like number ones, that black and white cover, yep. her in a little dress, those long legs. And it was like this you can like put on the headphones and like get a preview of the album.
1: Oh, my God. I forgot that about,
2: cha- about that. Yeah. That changed my life. I heard one sweet day and I was like, this is changing me in real time the beginning of the rest of your life yeah and then from my dad bought me her, that album and then later from there like i was like wait who is this celine dion chick <laughs> found her work i was like she's really good and then i was like whitney houston who's this fine woman and yeah i was like i think all three of these ladies have potential
1: and then <laughs> i have a real
2: future i can see them be yeah <laughs>
1: i want to be vulnerable and tell you that i was on a podcast that a friend of mine hosts and i said that bad bunny is why you're gay is why i was (laughs) was how i knew I was gay at 11 no he um bad bunny had made some headline and i was like yeah i really think that like bad bunny is gonna become pretty big and i like go to his instagram and it turns out there's like he's already like like beyond yeah mega, famous. <laughs> like mega superstar so yeah. now i'm repeating it here but um yeah i love <laughs> that you i also want to thank you for bringing up the borders um headphone samples because, because
2: i'm like that's like also like that's genius. phase two is like that's like phase two is yeah. like the music it's like those vocalists and like, I was so private about it. Like I didn't want anyone in my school to know that I'm listening to those. Like, and I carried those CDs with me everywhere. Like Mm. I was like low key, a little famous in my town because I would just buy myself headphones, CD player in my hand, Walk and listen to music, like, all over town. Like, so let me get I, this
1: straight. You didn't want any of your friends to know at school who you were listening to, but the town crier and every and Marie with the baguettes and every townsperson knew that you were the person listening to music around your town. Yeah, everyone knew that I was, like, a lover of music. But they didn't know what you were listening to. But they didn't know what I was listening to.
2: And it wasn't until high school that I could, like, kind of masquerade it a little, and I'm like... I'm listening to um Vampire Weekend. Yeah Blink 182 you know, Exactly. Yeah, literally. And I'm like, I'm listening to this. I don't know what you're talking about. But and I've carried a bag of CDs with me and I would change it if I felt like it. And then I'm like, I'm actually in the mood for the power of love. Mm-hmm. Where does my heart beat now? All by myself. Like those are <laughs> yes.
1: at the and risk so, of sounding yeah. like I'm fully eighty-five years old, I wanna just say there was something about a CD-ROM. There was something about a music. Yeah, the player. album art. Oh my god! Yeah, the and smell.
2: Like like opening it for the first time, and yeah. like you see the pictures outside of the album
1: art. Yeah, and then like the lyrics. Some of the most of them include lyrics. Of course, I you remember know, like, one of my earliest, like safest feelings of being gay, but having a refuge was listening in the back of the car while the rest of my family or brothers listened to something else. I would listen to Beyonce's first solo album in the back of the car with my CD ROM and my headphones, and I would just be like lip syncing and thinking, like me myself and I is all I got, and I, and is what I found out, and it ain't no need. I just like I just remember feeling like I was in such a different world, and it turns out I was because I was having such a different experience from every other person in that car. But the CD ROM escape. <laughs> is real yeah
2: it really is and i i feel like i can't i take music in differently now like now yeah. i i don't know i just like i don't listen to an album I, I don't know i just it's yeah i don't know i have a hard time like really committing to a whole album especially new like, music
1: i i found has has been hard it's so hard i don't know matt like, my i will say matt know. Is, is really good about getting new music up in the stratosphere of our lives like in the car he'll start something new and of course i will protest but there's a few recent examples that like i now won't stop listening to like <laughs> it's embarrassing but on tiktok how everyone's doing that um but it's over and they're driving me home and they're in and they're in. they get out they go, you kiss me in the car and well. you feel like the end of a movie <laughs> i've seen before you know that let one let it out no,
2: but I know you want to sing it. I
1: sing for another hour <laughs> and you're still like I yeah. really don't know it. And it's <laughs>
2: you <start> belting.
1: <laughs> you go off the call. I'm still here by myself. <laughs> um it's um I will be telling you the name of this because I will prove it's called ceilings and it's Lizzie McAlpine
2: oh okay that sounds my singing was
1: so bad you didn't know what it was fuck no no (laughs) no i'm like i just (laughs) unintelligibly giving you (laughs) you're like i actually don't know um (laughs) wow Uh, we do love music in this podcast and in this world (laughs)
0: For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
1: Can I ask you a really sort of controversial question? Okay. You have a lot of videos that are just so poetic where you're getting absolutely fucked. Um, mm-hmm. And if anybody listening hasn't seen them, there's like one with their sweet music in the background. And you're just really seemingly getting just railed. Can you tell me in those videos are you topping or are you in fact getting fucked mercilessly? Um the latter. Mhm. 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 I
2: think that's just um to be vulnerable like I think I kind of don't really know myself in that space. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I think I like sexually don't know just totally who I am. I have like a fantasy of who I am in a sexual sense. Really? yeah like i'm not i am sexually experienced i want people to know that <laughs> be, be sure everyone <laughs> i'm not a virgin yeah yeah i um
1: <laughs> i have some experience but like i um you want that view you want that shot of your hand grabbing the sheets while you get really
2: yeah yeah i think i want to like or get some feeling that that gives the thinking of it gives me like i want to experience it the the truth of it or something you know but i'm like i but i don't know if like and also i know it's like different with people like different people like you're gonna feel a certain energy with some folks like oh like actually like yeah i don't know but like i i don't know as far as like anal stuff (laughs) i just like that i haven't done in like a really long time listen i'm like
1: i'm such a like fool around like of course yeah but there's an athleticism to bottoming that is not given enough of its due and i feel like yeah to get fully ravaged railed and <laughs> trying to think of another and, like hour. love it and to love it takes so much work Yeah, and be like,
2: oh my God, like, I, this is ecstasy. Like, this is everything. Like, I'm like, I want to feel that way, but I don't, I, but I don't know how to access that yet.
1: If it makes you feel any better, I was with a singular partner for years and years and years and years and actively trying to get better at it. And it took me years to like be able to participate in bottoming and actually really. And, like, enjoy it. And enjoy it and, like, feel like I was good at it and, like, throwing caution to the wind. And that's also to say, like, I also haven't done it in quite a while myself. And, like, mm. there's there's a reason for the season, you know? There's, like, a time and a place. And we as a community, culture, and world need to embrace the months, years of our lives where there's fooling around in us and not penetration us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think for or
2: especially with like grinders, I don't know, like, I think I, for me, I want to like, build it up. Yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like just like start with that, like fooling around. And then at another time, we can see where it goes, or something. Yeah. Like- for me like just because like where i'm coming from with like my experience and stuff like that is that
1: why there's on a lot of your videos a dildo that's (laughs) smacked on the wall
2: (laughs) that okay the the genesis behind that is like (laughs) my friend was visiting a year ago my friend luke he um he was visiting he stayed at my place and we were just like going for a walk. Like, I think we just finished watching a movie and then we spontaneously went to like a sex shop and mm-hmm. we were like, Oh, like, let's just like look around. hee hee, like giggle, whatever. And like, I saw this, that dildo. And I was like, intrigued. I was like, Oh wow, look at this thing. And I was like, do you think I could handle it? And he was like, I mean, whatever. I don't know. It's just if you get it, it's like, you know, you can, it's just you, you know, like yeah. there's no pressure, you know, you, you can figure it out. And I was like, I mean, yeah, maybe he didn't say that, actually. But anyways, I myself was like, I'll figure it out. And so the dildo was in a box labeled Pizza Boy. And I think, like, it's like a fantasy that like <gasps> a pizza guy, be- delivery Hot. guy. Yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And so I call it Pizza Boy <laughs> whenever I, like, talk to him about it. And he was like, yeah, you can try it. And then I bought it, brought it home, didn't try it. And you haven't. <laughs> and I have it so like i forgot about it i tucked it away like kept, and then like uh recently i've been like doing a like change in my apartment like moving things around whatever and it came up and i was like oh and so then i just like s- stuck it on my wall and it made me laugh and so then i just like <laughs> i start like filming and i just start putting it in my story and i'm like he
1: like one <laughs> of my favorite to to ones home. is where you do a <laughs> horror film where someone's like don't the the floating penis is gonna stab and you're like what are you talking about hello hello and then of course it's revealed right behind you on the wall <laughs> it's so genius but the there's nothing funnier than a dildo stuck in a wall just hanging there in the balance in the balance of life yeah yeah exactly
2: so i don't know if this dildo and i will f- get to that place yet Pizza box. i don't know. Yeah, pizza I think boy. We just, have a public, we just have like a pu- pizza boy. We just have like a public relationship for now. Like now, it's like you know we work together, yeah. and
1: we, <laughs> we collaborate, and like a, And if it moves dance. to a different, you know, physical realm, then you'll you know come as it were when that comes. Yeah, I'll figure it out. If you weren't asking for advice, but I'll give it to you. The thing that helped my ga- my training wheels was a plug, and I will and like this was many years ago and mm-hmm. the plug unlocked something in my brain that made me feel more able is what I'm able I, to do it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's that. And like, but also on the other side of it, I'm like, I don't even, I've topped before, but it's like, I've never like, it, it, it's not like I was like, I,
1: I want to do this so bad or like, maybe you're a side.
2: And so I'm like, maybe
1: I am. Yeah. Maybe I'm absolutely. Aside, I don't know if anyone says they're a side, I'm always like, Fuck, good for you. That's like, I'm almost a little jealous because to have that awareness and then it takes one thing off the table so you can like really enjoy the other things, there is a deliciousness to that. Maybe I'm side versus bottom. (laughs) (laughs) What is your position? Side versus bottom. You're a side who wants to be railed into oblivion. Who wants to be railed, but, like, won't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, have a fantasy about side, but Side bottom, <laughs> friendless, he's too scared to bottom. Too scared to bottom. <laughs> did you get the, um, lacy pantyhose from that sex shop that you had in your video of you <laughs> just riding away with the wind in your hair? Um, no, that... Actually, where did I get
2: that? I might have just honestly got it at CVS or something. Slay or something yeah like or like some pharmacy or something like i just like got um because I, I used to wear fishnets under like pants or like jeans and like just to uh, have that detail show at the ankle oh yeah with, like, little dress shoes like i don't know i thought that was like such a like sleigh An easter <laughs> egg music. yeah so i was like oh let me try to like bring that back again and then i just like didn't <laughs> so then like i'll wear it like for fun
1: or i'll like take little pictures in it <laughs> I'm also glad that you said fishnets because I fully forgot what they were called and I called them lace and I want to apologize for that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's ask the next famous podcast question. Richard Perez, if the world was ending, you could only save one character actress. Who would you save? A character actress. Um, Like literally an actress? Literally an actress, preferably female identifying who has been known to have a gay following or has worn a wig at one point what, um i feel like i feel like no matter what i say it's going to be so basic you are okay. not basic you are perfect and if
2: it's basic okay. that's great can i be honest i like don't know actually i shouldn't say this never
1: mind <laughs> well now i'm dying to know what it was that you don't like women no <laughs>
2: <laughs> i've never seen a movie before <laughs> <laughs> i've never seen a movie i've never watched tv i want to be involved in those projects so
1: badly but i cannot get myself to watch but I, one i
2: don't know how to yeah i just don't
1: okay have, what I get the vibe for someone who's never seen a movie or a tv show what mm. movie or tv show looks like it would be good to you but you just won't watch it and you haven't and you uh, never will succession looks good okay I actually like same i would
2: that's like something i think i would
1: really like but i just haven't started yet i haven't either and every time someone's like and you know on succession i'm like absolutely never seen an episode i feel like overwhelmed i do i do too but also i I, people say that about like so many different series and i'm always that that i have watched and i'm like oh come on just like boo 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 and then the second i feel like feel that feeling i'm like well that's really valid because succession is a heavy lift wait so would a character actress
2: like be i'm so embarrassed that i like don't even know like exactly the definition
1: or like what you are one of many to feel this way and your feelings okay. are so real and valid and okay, okay. thank you yeah throw I'm one i think of like i'm trying to think like what i grew
2: up watching that like i really loved and i felt okay shout
1: about. out a movie that you grew up watching and i'll tell you a character actress that was in it um one of my favorite movies is 40 old virgin <laughs> okay great Wait, that's so weird that that movie came up on this podcast (laughs) like two weeks ago. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, it really did. Um, Are you talking about Leslie Mann? Yes. Leslie Mann. Is Leslie Mann a character character actress? actress? You know what? I think for the sake of this podcast, she is because she is so wrapped up in so many comedies. And she is so honestly who she is that she herself is a character and that makes her a character actress like the kind of like strung you know, out elizabeth mom? banks yeah elizabeth banks you know can i put my bike in your car
2: her, she, both of them are so. Everyone in that movie is like, it's like I, I just love
1: that movie so much. I think it's everyone's perfect in it. You know what? And, it is everyone's perfect, and it's one of the movies growing up that like my brothers and I would watch, and like we unanimously loved it. Probably for different reasons, but like it pleased totally. It pleased all sides. It was like that with me and my brothers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They loved it too, and like it's something that we all like bonded over. Leslie Mann Maybe is a like, really great it. answer. As Elizabeth Banks is. Oh, and Elizabeth Banks was in The Hunger Games in full makeup. And wig so she's amazing that's character actress those are both and also both of those women like, are smart answers because they are people who hold power i mean leslie yeah. mann has worked on so many movies also yeah
2: she's done like
1: everything. married to yeah. judd apatow so she i know yeah. has a big influence on his work elizabeth banks director producer actor like you chose powerful ass women and i'm giving you snaps
2: yay good
1: job richard thank you <laughs> wow what great answers in this fucking gay ass fucking podcast. i love the scene where
2: she, where elizabeth banks and steve carell meet for the first time so good like I, that makes me laugh so especially when in the bookstore yeah and he's like um
1: Oh, he's, he's asking like, her... Is he asking her... No, wait. He's asking her questions. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like,
2: be mysterious. <laughs> yeah. like, can I help you with something? He's like, I don't know. Can, can you? you? Well, we have a lot of books. So <laughs> maybe it depends on what you like. What kind what do of... You like? Yeah, what do you like? Um, just, like, <laughs> do-it-yourself stuff. Do you like to... Do you like to do it, do it yourself? yourself? And <laughs> she's like... <laughs> Sometimes um. <laughs> the mood strikes. Wait, you I know it? striking you now, and then they both laugh, and she's like, ha, "Ha ha ha!" And then she's genuinely laughing, and then he's like, "Ha ha ha!" <laughs> okay, the fact that you verbatim know every line, from even FC. like the tone, yeah. <laughs> if the mood strikes like i'll never forget that like how she says that is so funny (laughs) like and also he's like my sexual awakening like he also made me gay thank you so so his
1: hairy body did it for you
2: yes him in that movie specifically is like i find myself like looking for a guy that's like i'm I'm so attracted to that character and
1: him, and like well, he's like nice guy, he's handsome guy, he's built guy, he's hairy guy, he's approachable guy, he's yeah um yeah he's he is a it's it's all wrapped up in a gorgeous package, and I really try to be respectful of everybody and every person, but I do want to say things that are really graphic about what I would uh do to him in that movie specifically, yeah, like you just know you know it's thick yeah like the head is like boom. Uh, do you also like the scene in 40 year old version where um the power lesbian is on doing the speed dating and he's like uh gina she goes yeah gina yeah hey what's up gina hey what's up um Uh, mo collins yeah that made me gay
2: i love her gina made me gay yeah, that, and I also love the lady like her boob is coming out. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> she's like you're on one that you're on one side of town, and you just move over to the other, and like her boob flies out, and he's like, mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> okay, and you just feel totally safe. <laughs> and, she's like, just bouncing, over. she's giggling, and like her, yeah. You know, a friend of like, the
1: podcast, Nick norsha has a set of knockers that he's always wearing on his Instagram, and he's always doing like where the tits are bouncing up and down, and there's just something so. Freeing and beautiful and gay about that. um Wow, uh, I just love it. God, it's yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we're actually diving into the magic of that movie because there's a lot of those. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, and Paul Rudd, I feel like on a lot of those Judd Apatow movies, and also of Leslie Mann is in. Um, this is 40. It was on TV recently when I was visiting family, or maybe I forget where I was. But we rewatched it, and there's like there's a honesty, a graphic honesty about like being an adult, and like I know. Catherine heigl has had her journey but um knocked up as well yeah can i ask you did you ever want to um do anything to seth rogan physically yeah i definitely have i'm attracted to him especially right now he he's going on a full press tour about talking about why he um doesn't want to have kids and it's kind of hot yeah he's like yeah so- my wife and i just <laughs> like <laughs> I lo- yeah i um i love him before we have to go into our final podcast question i want to ask about you know in celebrating your sobriety of three years is really amazing do you find that in your sobriety you have leaned on something else that brings you that comfort and joy that you didn't before whether it's like some people and of course I've heard like turn to like exercise or turn to like cooking or whatever. Like, is there something for that like that for you? Um, I think I've leaned a little more into like
2: truly like what I <laughs> how I spend a lot of my free time is like I go for long ass walks. Oh, I love that. Like I I'm back to being that kid who's listening to music all over town. Like, that's who I am now. Like, I walk for two miles, I listen to a song, maybe the same one, or the same 10 seconds that I'm obsessed with, mm-hmm. and I just, like, it's almost meditative. Like, I just, like, do it, and I ruminate, or, like, I
1: think of an idea that eventually I have, like, no thought left, or, like... That's beautiful. I really mean that. That's so full circle. Is there... Can you the, tell me off the top of your head a type of song that... It really goes all over the place. Yeah. Like, I, I remember...
2: I like just got into Lana Del Rey like in 2021, yeah, and I was like, "You guys hear this chick?" I was like, "She got She's some got good a stuff. future." Yeah, I was like, "She got a future." <laughs> like you're it all, all comes back to that. You're always finding <laughs> <Yeah>. people. <laughs> always fi- years, and I got so into like... Rilo Kylie, too over the pandemic. Oh. Like I like dove into their music. I like listened to stuff that I like didn't. I was aware of, but I just like didn't. I missed out on. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's like beginning. And so Rilo Kylie was also like Jenny Lewis was also like one of those artists and i don't know yeah i'll like listen to that and like just feel like i'm like in the zone but then like once in a while like more recently i'm listening to like i don't know this band called ivy that's like new york like late 90s i think like early 2000s ivy has kind of like has like frou-frou like vibes and like everything but the girl like i don't know like that kind of like Dancy, like whatever and that i've been like listening on repeat and it's a little bit more like electronic dancier so it's i'm a like your literally on a, am like on a runway yeah for like and then running into someone i'm like fuck you can me you take it out
1: of you take the the air oh, hey. out of your. Hey. um no there's there's nothing more gay than walking an invisible runway outside listening to music like, um yeah. and i and i think that that is from generation to generation, as far as headphones go back. Um, Richard, I have to ask you the final podcast question before we wrap things up. And I did not prep you on this. The question is, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film, according to someone who has never seen a movie? A movie before? Um, I've never seen a movie before, but I would have to say
2: that um I immediately what comes to mind well, two come to mind that I think are like just like the classics. Sister act, thank you. Sister act
1: two, I think, specifically. Thank Actually, you. no, thank don't you. take it back. Sister act two, <laughs> but also ghost. So good. Ghost and sister act two. You're on the right um, side of history there. I'm gonna go. With, has anyone ever said those answers? Before? Never. In fact, they usually say, um, they do something like more like rat race. Oh, I forgot about Rat Race. I saw that in theaters. I actually get Rat Race more than you would think, but um <gasps> but no that's Sisrack Two is the one I try to, to try to like goad people into saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you couldn't tell uh, and but I think your answers are, are stunning um, Richard before we say goodbye thank you for coming on this podcast I yeah, thank you I, so much I, I honest I don't say this to every guest and longtime listeners will know this I anytime you want to come back please do I could talk to you for another four weeks so thank you for coming thank on you
2: so I really appreciate it. of that. course and, and uh, I would love to come back this was so fun and literally a flew by like I know where where can people <laughs> follow you um you can follow me on instagram at richard underscore perez
1: you can see some videos of me doing some things that we explained yes. here on this episode graphic things um richard you're a star and i'll see you next time i'll see you next time thank you so much thanks for listening to that's a gay ass podcast is Richard not a peach i swear to gosh what a gorgeous conversation if you don't have your tickets yet to that's a gay ass live show in la it is april 27th the link is in the description or in all of the instagram bios you get it cannot wait to see you there or in future shows and i cannot wait to see you back here on that's a gay ass podcast have a great day i'll leave you